0: You're listening to Be You with Jackie Moore. Hey friends, it's Jackie Moore. And today we are going to be talking about the wise man who built his house upon the sand. Okay, so sort of, we're going to talk about that. I'm not actually going to sing the old song, but hopefully it's now going to be stuck in your head the rest of the day if you have heard the song. But we are going to be talking about the passage of scripture that that song comes from, which is in Matthew 7. So it's 7, 24 through 27. So I'm going to start off today by reading the passage first, and then after I read the passage, I'll kind of give a little bit of context as to where or when Jesus is saying this, because this is Jesus talking. So what's the context here? And then break down like, what does this mean for us? How do we move forward with this? Do we need to sing the song to ourselves every day when we wake up? Maybe. I don't know. We'll just, you decide that on your own. So Matthew 7:24 says, "Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, and yet it did not fall, for it had been founded on the rock. Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them" Will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and slammed against that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. So there are so many things that you can learn from um, what Jesus is saying here, which as I'm saying that it's like L O L duh right? Of course, there's a lot of things you can learn here because Jesus is talking and we can learn a lot from him. But specifically, what I want to focus on and what I think the Lord's put on my heart is kind of the larger context and then the different types of foundations. Okay, so this comes at the end of the Beatitudes or at the end of the Sermon on the Mount. And so Basically, Jesus is talking to all of these people. It's like a really, really long sermon. And he's preaching about how things are, what they've heard, and then how he wants them to live. So he starts a lot of things off by saying, you have heard this, but I tell you this. I mean, over and over in chapters five and six, he's saying, you have heard that it was said for example, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. And so you just, I mean, you read and you see him saying, here's what you've heard. Here's what I'm saying now. Like, here, or not now so much, but here's what I'm saying. This is the true right thing. And so when you look back, At verse 24, for example, in chapter 7, where Jesus says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them may be compared to a wise man who built his house on the rock. But then when you look in verse 26, it says, Everyone who hears these words of mine and does not act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. So the difference there, there are two main differences in those verses. One of the differences is the foundation. One, you have the rock, and one, you have the sand. But the other difference is, and acts on them. So the beginning of the verses are the same. 24 says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. 26 also says, everyone who hears these words of mine. But again, the difference is the next phrase. 24 saying, and who acts on them. 26 saying and does not act on them so basically the the difference here that jesus is saying is that all of these people listening to his commands and to what he's saying if they listen and they act on them this is a good thing if they listen but they don't act on them this is not a good thing right so The difference in the foundations is the rock and the sand. So when I was a little kid and I heard the song or I would sing the song, it was like one of my favorite ones to sing. I'm really visual. And so as I'm singing the song, I would picture someone building his house upon the rock with just like the smile on his face, just like, looking at Jesus, smiling, and building his house, and looking back at Jesus, and looking at the storm coming, and looking back at Jesus and smiling, and that's just the picture I get of the wise man. And then of the foolish man that Jesus talks about here, who's building his house on the sand, I get this picture of, you know, kind of the, the kid that, like the toddler, that you tell them, don't put your finger in the outlet. And they sit up straight, look you in the eye and start to put their finger in the outlet, right? That's the picture I got of the foolish man here of just like looking at Jesus defiantly almost and and saying, I'm gonna build my house on the sand and looking at the storm and looking back at Jesus and saying, I can do this. I can build my house on the sand and it's gonna work and you're wrong. And I do think that um, ultimately, Unfortunately, like this is is what we're doing to some degree, but I don't think we always realize that. Like, I don't think when we are building our house on the sand, we are always aware maybe that we are doing so, right? I don't think that we always are, are doing it defiantly. Sometimes we are, but I think sometimes we take our eyes off of Jesus or we take our eyes off of maybe where we're building. OK, so we, we start off good. Maybe we start off on the rock and we're building on the rock, but then we get distracted by other things. And all of a sudden we're we're building off course and we're not building on the rock anymore, but we're building on the sand. And I think it, it can be really easy. I mean, Jesus says that the the gate is really narrow um, that people are going to get to heaven through. And I think that sometimes we can get confused on which path that we're on. And so what I want to focus on today is things that we can maybe, maybe we start off building our foundation or building our house of our life, as in like the house being kind of our life and in our daily life and how we act and our walk, building that on the rock and building it on Jesus. And I want to talk through some things that, might be sand in our life, and so those moments when we we get distracted and we start building our house on a foundation that's not of sand, and maybe talk through some ways that we can detect wow, I've changed my foundation here, and this isn't a good thing. so one of the things I think that um we build our house on or that can be sand is. The approval of others. Okay, I chose this one first because this is one that I've maybe uh, knowingly struggled with the longest, and can be very difficult for me. So sometimes we maybe start off with wanting the approval of Jesus, right? We we go to church, we hear a really good sermon about Jesus loves us, and it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks, and we're like, okay, I am going to live like that. And then, you know, we leave church and we get a little distracted and we get into a situation where, you know, maybe we are talking and we really want the person that we're talking to, we really want their approval. And so we kind of forget that Jesus' approval is ultimately what matters and we start saying things that Jesus wouldn't approve of, right? And that Jesus would not really like. So an example in my own life from, this has been a while ago. I think it was, I think it hit its peak when I was doing this in my junior high or high school years. But I would really say some dumb things. And honestly, sometimes I would like outright lie. And the weird thing was, I didn't like go into a conversation intending to lie, right? It's not like I'm walking up to this group of say girls and I think, okay, I know that I'm about to lie, right? I didn't always think that. I just, I wanted, like I wanted friends. I wanted them to approve of me. I wanted them to like me. And so in the moment, I would get so caught up with their approval that I would start lying or, or I would even start gossiping. But what I mean by lying, and this is gonna sound silly, but hopefully someone can relate. On multiple occasions, like people would be talking about TV shows that they watch, like the popular TV show. And so, you know, when I was in junior high and high school, like I wasn't allowed to watch certain shows, which kind of sounds funny now that like in high school, I wasn't allowed to watch certain shows. But honestly, like good for me for not watching those shows at high school. But anyway, that's not the point. Uh, I didn't mean to humble brag there. Not the point at all. The point is that people will be talking about these shows that I couldn't watch, but I so desperately wanted their approval. I didn't want them to think I was weird or that um, I just like, I don't know, was this person that couldn't watch TV and like only like went to church all the time and never did anything fun. So when they would be talking about these different TV shows, they would say like, Oh, like, have you, you know what I'm talking about in this specific episode? And I'll be like, oh, yeah, that was so funny. I loved it. And they would keep going and they would get like really specific, like, oh, do you remember? So, for example, I wasn't allowed to watch Friends. Okay. So they would say something like, oh, do you remember when like Chandler said this and Phoebe said this? What did he, what did Chandler say in response? And I would be like, oh, I I guess I didn't see that episode, but I think I know what you're talking about. I mean, I literally, that was my go-to lie is, yeah, I love that series. I don't think I saw that episode, but I think I know what you're talking about. And thinking back, that sounds so dumb. Like, why would I not just say, I don't really watch that or I can't watch that, right? And And that came out of me wanting approval from other people and me not being fully confident in the approval that I have in Jesus, right? And that kind of sounds like, okay, that's super churchy, but it's so true. Like when we know that our approval is in Jesus, and we know that he doesn't care if we watch a certain TV show or not, then we're okay with telling the truth and saying things and not looking silly or dumb in situations, right? Another thing that can be sand, like a foundation of sand, could be idols. Okay, so I personally do not have a golden calf in my house. I actually don't have a lot in my house because I'm decorating is not one of my strong points. I'm trying to get better. Uh, But I don't have a golden calf in my house. But I do have a TV. Okay, and we've already talked about I don't really watch TV shows. But I do love college football. Okay. And this is going to maybe sound crazy. But on occasion, I have been a bit of a brat because I wanted to watch college football and something else was going on. Okay. So it may sound really weird, especially for maybe a girl to say that uh, college football was an idol, but I distinctly remember it was for whatever reason, the first year of my marriage that the Lord, I promise you, showed me in my quiet times that I had an idol of college football. And it's okay to like college football and to love it, but I can't let it determine my mood and how I interact with people and how I love other people. And so I had an idol and I had to lay it down before the Lord and not build my foundation, not build my whole life, right, on Saturdays around that. Now I get, you know, sometimes like when Alabama's playing LSU, Okay, that doesn't mean we can make it an idol, but we do um we do need to just make sure that things are in perspective, right, and that it's just a part you know of the house, but it's not the foundation that we're actually building the house on. Another idol um is one of traditions, okay, and this one um can be a little difficult because a lot of things that we might put as sand in our lives is not necessarily inherently bad, right? Like if you build your foundation, if you build your life around getting drunk, that is maybe something that I'm not joking, like you probably want to talk to someone about, right? Because that is, it has a lot of negative effects. But sometimes we build our foundation on things that maybe don't have that many necessarily negative effects in and of themselves, They're not bad, but traditions can be like this. So I'm just going to kind of use a safe example. I like to wear dresses to church and I like to give gifts and I like to receive gifts, but that's not what we're talking about. Jesus, though, doesn't say that girls have to be in a dress at church and he doesn't say that we have to give gifts on Christmas to celebrate his birth, right? Those would be traditions things that we like to do but since Jesus isn't telling us to do them like it's ultimately sand right we we can't build like our whole lives around a tradition we have to build our whole lives around Jesus and what he says and and that can be can be really kind of tough and can take some humility because sometimes we don't realize that what we're building our house on is a tradition and not actually Jesus and something that he's directed us to do. And then kind of the last um, the last thing that I wanna talk about that I can personally build my foundation on that is for sure sand is me, right? It's myself. Whenever I try to build my house upon myself and my talents and my gifts and I'm only focused on myself well what happens when when that starts to change right maybe maybe you build your yourself and your house and your your foundation is is in in your looks or maybe it's in your athletic ability or maybe it's in your intelligence. Well, what happens when that intelligence gets challenged or what happens um, if you can't figure out a problem? What happens if your looks start to change? When this happens, things get tough and honestly, I start to crumble. Like when I've built my foundation on me, and I'm not building it on Jesus, I start to act in very specific ways, right? That I've started to realize are indicators that, hey, my foundation's off. What I'm caring about most right now is myself and not about Jesus. So for me, um, I start to get whiny, okay? This, for some of you, may come as a surprise. For others of you, it depends on the context in which you know me. Um, like Brandon my family they're like yes oh my goodness but then some of you like if you've you know been a student in my class you may be like what miss Moore whiny no way so uh, depending on the context you know me in I can get like just really whiny and what I mean by whiny is almost like I just think like pouty I just get super I get pouty and I get annoyed because Of things not going my way, or I've let myself down, or I've let someone else down, fill in the blank. And so I've started to ask the Lord, Hey, God, show me whenever I start to get whiny. Show me when I start to get very easily annoyed. Because in those moments, I realize when I realize, oh, okay, I'm starting to get really annoyed right now. Let me take a step back. Yep, I'm really focused on myself today. I haven't really been focused on Jesus. I haven't been building my day around Jesus. I've been building my day around myself. Okay, well, it makes sense that I'm annoyed because my focus is me. And it makes sense that I'm whiny because, again, my focus is me. And, and this isn't going to work very well. So that's something that I'm kind of learning right now. That when I build my house on Jesus, I am kinder. I am more patient. I am more loving. And when things get tough, my foundation doesn't crack, right? When the storms come, the wind comes, if I've built my day that day around Jesus and I'm focused on him and I'm listening to his words and acting upon them, right? So I'm actively pursuing walking with the Lord. That's one thing that acting upon his words looks like. Um, I'm actively maybe living in repentance, I'm actively loving God with my whole heart, mind, and soul. Then on those days, when things get hard, I respond so differently. And I don't start to crumble, right? Because my foundation is firm. This doesn't mean that things don't get hard and that I can't get sad, but I deal with those things differently. And so My encouragement to you is to just reflect and ask God to show you what in your life, maybe it's not even something I mentioned, maybe it's something totally different for you, but ask God to show you what do you have as a foundation of sand in your life that you're building your days or weeks or months or whole life around that you need to repent and give back to him because even though we may think We can do it our way, that we can listen to Jesus, but not actually do what he says. We can't. We really can't. And when our foundation is off and our houses eventually start to crack, they will fall down and they will crumble. And when houses fall down and people are around them or in them, bad things happen people really get hurt. So creating a good foundation is one for you and your relationship with Jesus, but also helps you with your relationship with those around you as well. So my prayer for you this week is that you and I will have a foundation of Jesus every day. And maybe we wake up singing um, about the wise man building their house upon the rock. And if you do that, let me know. Maybe we can FaceTime each other, sing together. I don't know. Probably not. I'm actually not much of a singer. But I do hope that you'll live this week um, with Jesus as your foundation so that you can actually walk in being who you were created to be.